Hey guys, hope you're doing well. It is late fall, late November. It's not that far from Christmas. Um, hope your Thanksgiving was well. Better than mine. <laughs> I just had this thought. I actually created this meme about a month ago and it came back to me today. Um, this is a pop-up podcast. I am the construction monk and your host, <laughs> Jay Randall Orion. This is a construction monk podcast. Woo! Hey, by the way, take a look at my website. I've been doing some work, doing some updating, adding some things. Uh, when you get a chance, do that. But let's go ahead and do this podcast now. Okay, as with all of these, my intent is to share a meme. And I will put it on my website as usual. I, I've been doing a little bit of writing on the same theme um, as the meme from the podcast. Just so you might get a little bit of a different flavor. Because when I put them up, I just didn't want to put the picture only. So you might go to my website and just see what my thoughts were at the time I put it up about the same topic. Kind of fun. Anyway, here's the meme. Great strength requires great sensitivity. Great sensitivity requires great strength. Either without the other is destructive. Now, you know, there's that scene in Spider-Man. The, there's been three different Spider-Mans in more recent times. Tobey Maguire and the other two, I can't remember. But this is a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And it's the first one he's in. And his father says, with great strength comes great responsibility. This is kind of the same thing, but a little different. And I think it's said in a way that may, might at first seem odd. Why does great strength require great sensitivity and great sensitivity require, require great strength? Well, ask someone who is extremely sensitive but often overwhelmed by it whether they wish they had greater strength to bear their great sensitivity. Right? These are people we call empathic, uh, em emotive, sensitive. You know, I swear, this might be an over-exaggeration, but my whole life I've heard people tell me, you're just too sensitive. And finally, in my early 40s, I finally just said to myself, not out loud, but I was like, well, maybe you're not sensitive enough, mister. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Who says I'm too sensitive? Maybe I am as sensitive as I'm supposed to be and maybe you're just insensitive and to your insens insensitivity my sensitivity seems too much but why are you the one that determines what the proper amount of sensitivity is and then of course later I don't know years later at some point I was like you know what I think that God has given us each a different degree of sensitivity depending on our giftings and personalities and calling and uh, a whole host of things I can't even begin to name but like you know, I think God didn't create everybody. Well, I know God didn't create everybody to be the same. And he didn't give each of us the same degree of sensitivity. But I think generally the whole world could be a lot more sensitive because we see what insensitivity can do, right? When you have someone with great strength but not great sensitivity, it's just as destructive as someone who has great sensitivity sensitivity, but not great strength. Woo! <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm getting tongue-tied. Just bear with me. Sensitivity has a lot of syllables. Woo-woo, <laughs> baby. But like, we see people that have great strength, but not great sensitivity. Like, I, I could tell a lot of stories, but I had this boss. Great boss, like, paid well, 
generally a good guy to work for, but there would just be these times when he was not very sensitive to the workers. And it was just like, it was just myself, my brother-in-law and this guy. And we were, you know, we would work together closely. Um, he really trusted us a lot. And so I learned a lot. It was the job I did right before starting my own construction company. And it really, he gave me a lot of freedom to do the work and to try to do it without him looking over me. So he was not a micromanager, but he wasn't very sensitive. And like, I remember this one evening, we went to work at like eight in the morning and it's 1130 at night and he's still going, we need to finish this up. And I am so tired and I am just fed up and I'm like, this guy doesn't really care how tired I am, how long I've worked, how hard it's been. He cares that we get this job done because he just wants to get paid. And again, generally a good boss, but he was not very sensitive to my position. And it wasn't the first time I got frustrated by his insensitivity. You know, I think a lot of times we can relate to a work environment where our boss isn't very sensitive to us. And, you know, we've probably all had good bosses, bad bosses, and a lot of bosses in between. But, like, someone who has a lot of strength or in situations a lot of control, a lot of power, a lot of uh, ability to affect your life, your boss, you know, uh, people that are above you in authority, whoever that might be. Like, they got a lot of strength. But if they don't have a lot of sensitivity, they can really abuse that strength and and not even intentional ways and very unintentional ways because they just don't know and they don't stop and think, well, how will this affect the people under me that I have, that I'm in charge of, right? Great responsibility with great, with great strength comes great responsibility. With great strength, you should also have a great sensitivity because you need to really pay attention to the people under you and the people that you have control over or the people that you could affect, right? You know, I think just another way we see this play out is superhero um, shows, movies, films. There's one superhero film in particular that I really like. It's called The Watchmen. And there is this phrase throughout the film. You see it sprayed, painted on walls and alleyways and, uh, you know, and sidewalks. And it's just, but this is the theme of the film. Who watches The Watchmen? And the whole film is really a character study of different superhero types. You know, it's kind of fun. I mean, there's just this band of superheroes called the Watchmen. They all have superhuman strength. You have one guy, uh, Mr. Manhattan, I think is his name. He's He was trapped in this room during a Manhattan test of the, whatever, you know, this atomic bomb machine, whatever. Don't, <laughs> don't be mad at me. I'm getting all this terribly wrong. But like, he gets transformed into this like pure energy guy. And he's, I think he's called Mr. Manhattan. But like, he has the most power in, I just saw a shooting star. <laughs> so cool. Anyway, he has the most power of anyone in the group. But he's the most detached from humanity. And like, he was a human, right? He becomes Mr. Manhattan. But then slowly over time, he just, he, because he doesn't have the frailty of, hum, of humanity anymore, he becomes more and more and more detached from what it means to be human. But he has the ability to, to he could like wipe out the whole population with a thought. Extremely powerful. But he's becoming more and more insensitive to the frailties of humanity. Eventually he goes and just... Anyway, he's been, but he's been actually manipulated because of the insensitivity by the, the true villain in the movie who was one of the former Watchmen. 
Then there's another guy. There's there's the night owl. I think he's called the night owl. He's like you're kind of typical like like always do the right thing no matter what kind of superhero. And then there's a lot of different kind of superheroes. And there's this one superhero who who is just despicable. He's a superhero, but he just has no morality. I mean, he's on the team and he's helping the good cause, but personally, he is a a-hole. I mean, <laughs> I can't remember his name, but there's one scene where they're in Vietnam and these superheroes are helping the United States win the war against evil red commies, right? And, and, <laughs> and I don't know. Anyway, right? But so they're in a bar. They've come back from the front lines. They're in a bar and this woman comes up to him and she's Vietnamese and she's cussing him out and she's pregnant and she's like this is your child and you better take care of her he pulls out a gun and shoots her i think he shoots her in the stomach and she like she dies and he's just like ah get out of my face i'm gonna kill you right he's a superhero the watchman is a really cool study of people that have a lot of power but have a lot of different varying degrees of morality and purity you could say right it's a cool movie. Good illustration of my point. Great strength requires great sensitivity. And great sensitivity requires great strength. Either without the other is destructive. We all have and we all will encounter people in authority over us that have great power over us and have varying degrees of sensitivity. And you know when you are in a group and the group dynamic is toxic. And the people in charge don't really care about you, you know, you feel it. And like sometimes we don't have a choice to not be in some of those groups. Our job, the, our landlord, the government, you know, sometimes we can feel like we are in this huge hulking mass of a system that has so much power over us but doesn't even know who we are or we're just a number and nobody really cares about us. It feels very inhuman and dehumanizing to be in a very powerful system that has no great care about you at all, right? We really, really would want things and people and groups and organizations that have great strength and power over us to have great sensitivity, right? And we would really want to have, if, if we were really, really sensitive, we would really want to have a great strength to be able to bear it. Well, that's been my spiritual journey. I had a breakdown when I was 42. That breakdown was God drawing me into the great sensitivity he created me for and that I naturally had. But until that point, I didn't know how to bear it. And so I had numbed myself to it. And God was like, okay. I, you know, I'd been on this journey with God. I'd been growing. I'd been seeking God, wanting to be more in tune with the Holy Spirit. And I'd been on this journey. And then God was like, okay, you're ready. We're going to go off the deep end in, in your sensitivity. I'm going to really awaken this spiritual discernment gift that you have. But man, the first, my first reaction to that was a three-day panic attack. It was crushing. And the last seven years has, got, has been God teaching me how to have a great strength in order to bear that great sensitivity. But it's come in like waves and stages. And I remember after my breakdown, after I'd caught my breath, after I'd kind of started to learn some lessons with God, I remember coming to this place where I had a lot more strength to bear that sensitivity, but I kind of had more strength than the current 
level of my sensitivity. And I remember going, this is so awesome. I can just drive down the road and not care about what other people do. And I can just, I can just be, I can be insensitive because I have this new great strength. And God had to kindly go, uh, wait a minute. I did not give you this greater strength so that you could have a greater insensitivity towards people. And then it was kind of like a boomerang effect. I would get a greater strength to bear the current sensitivity and then my sensitivity would deepen and then my strength would have to match. And it was, it's been the last seven years of me learning my spiritual sensitivity and my spiritual discernment has been this back and forth between greater sensitivity and greater strength. And thank goodness that God has been able to teach me both at the same time in concert with each other because great sensitivity requires great strength and great strength requires great sensitivity and it is very destructive to have one without the other bam <laughs> that's pretty much all i had to say thus into the lesson anyway no uh, man you know wherever you are in your life whatever you have in front of you wherever you are in position place power affluence influence just remember that if you have great affluence if you have great a great amount of resources at your disposal, feel great strength. If you have a high position at work, man, really work on your sensitivity, right? I mean, that's God's heart. God is all powerful, but all sensitive. Like he feels everything with us. He knows exactly when he does something, how it affects us. And that's how we should be too. Like it's not good for you to do something that affects somebody and not be aware of it. Uh, You know, we all are to some degree, to some degree, we are insensitive, all of us. And we, but we need to grow in our sensitivity and our strength. Both are important. Either without the other is destructive. All right. Think about it. I hope that is instructive for you guys. This has been a Construction Monk podcast. I'm your host, Jay Randall Ori. Um, you know... In my life, I've, I've struggled with my sensitivity to understand it, to be able to stand up under it. And a lot of my life, I, I haven't done that well. I haven't had great strength. I'm so thankful that God has taken me on this journey to teach me how to bear the things that he's given me, the gifts, the purpose, the calling, the sensitivity that I have. It's been wild, man. It's been really wild. Like, I did not think I had the strength in me to bear some of the things that God's brought me through these last seven years. But actually going through it, I've realized that I do. But it was scary. Because one kind of leads to the other, and they should. Greater sensitivity really forced me to come back to God and learn greater strength. And greater strength really demanded of me to balance it with great sensitivity. And that's true for all of us. That's the journey we're all on. And man, I think in a world that's so polarized, where people are so in their corners, throwing stones at each other, we all could be a lot more sensitive. Never feel bad for being sensitive. I think we all need to be more sensitive. Insensitivity is one of the dire problems, I think, in the world today. That we don't, we don't, or we we don't see how we're not, we're affecting others, or we don't care how we're affecting others. Maybe we're just negligent and ignorant but we need to be more conscientious and conscious of how our actions affect others <laughs> all right guys love you bye